Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms, today too, getting real with the parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. Today we have a special guest. This is our bonus dad, David Beaudry, aka DJ BBO, the real Boski. <laughs> I was going to say, who is DJ BBO? Uh, but that's him. I know. And or, it always... or it's DJ BBOG. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like, it always messes that. me up. So today we are going to talk about, just kind of touch base on Dave's childhood, um, his sports career, fire department career, marriage and children, fast forwarding to blended family life, and then like, where are you now in life? Like, what's going on? Okay. So, where should we start? I'm going to start with my name. Oh, duh. You want to start with yours? Yeah, my name is Archie Lynn, and today my brain is not on. Yeah, my <laughs> name is Cheyenne. If you guys are new to our podcast, we are two sisters. We are two moms. Normally, they we have a third. She's absent tonight, like we're in school or something. Um, but we're, we're thugging it out today. We are, it is eight o'clock. And when I tell you, I've literally had probably the longest day of my life right now. Yes. But we're going to get through this and we're going to kill it. And Mr. Beaudry. Uh, yes. Uh, I am David Beaudry, um, AKA stepdad or bonus dad, or, you know, Hey, you depending on what, it, what time it is. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Not the Hey, you <laughs> just, Hey, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was actually really funny. I can't lie. That was very real. That was yeah, a real moment. That was. Yeah. That was real. I feel like a lot of times people have seen Dave. Well, you guys, if you watch Teen Mom, you've seen Dave on Teen Mom. Um, or on the YouTube or on Instagram. Our Instagram. <laughs> and if you guys have not checked out David's Instagram, please do. Because it's like the ultimate I am a uh, dad. dad Instagram. <laughs> Every picture is like selfie style or like pictures of the kids. Pictures of the kids or the grandkids. It's just an ultimate like dad Instagram. So please go check it out. But in like a very endearing way. Yeah, I don't like, mean that in any like. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying you way. do. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. 
Jinx, owe me a soda. Okay, so we wrote down notes because y'all know we like to go on tangents that have nothing to do with what our topic is. And today we want you guys to get to know Dave a little bit more because everyone's always asking, where did he come from? Why is he so nice? How does he deal with you guys? And be nice to Dave because he makes your mom happy. Yeah, so we're going to get into the tea today. Yes. But we're going to (laughs) start with... Dave as a kid. Dave, tell us about your childhood. Where are you from? Okay, childhood. Um, well, Dave is <laughs> born and raised in L.A., <laughs> believe it or not, one of the few. Um, yeah, again, born here, uh, raised in Los Angeles. I left for a little while to go to school and, you know, some career stuff. But um, local from Los Angeles, uh, Westchester High School, um, graduated in 1980. I know I'm, like, old as shit, but, yeah, 1980. But I feel like you're one of those, like, I graduated in 1980 and I still look good. Like, I still keep up with, I still stay in shape. So, like, yeah, I don't mind, old. I don't mind saying my 1980. Age. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. well. Dave works out all the time, y'all. Like, every day. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so annoying. Yeah, probably too much. That's why I'm getting back work now. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many siblings? Uh, well, there were three of us uh, originally. I did lose one sister about mm, 15 years ago. But... Three, I was very, very late. Uh, my sisters are 15 years and 20 years older than me, so I was Woo, almost which raised. Which is so crazy. Yeah, I was almost raised like an only child, you know, in a way, you know. But the funny thing about that is I had all my nieces and nephews were pretty close to me in age, too. So, you know, yeah. they like. You guys are all very yeah. close in age. And it's like six or seven, and we're all like, you know, two, three years apart, going all the way down. So Yeah, you know. that's the weird part yeah. is that. You guys are really, really close in age. Yeah. Well, it makes me think about Ryder and her aunt. Yeah. Who are a month apart. Ryder's older than her aunt. Yeah. On yeah. her dad's side. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. So, you know, I mean, it, it made it kind of cool because they were more like brothers and sisters than, yeah. than nieces and nephews. So, Which is cool. Did you they, still have did people they to hang out with. Did they view you like that or did they look at uh, you like an uncle? Well, you know, I, I think more like uh, more like an uncle when they were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as we got a little bit older, and then it was, you know, kind of. Bro, we the same age. Right. Yeah, like, like, I don't like, know who you, you're talking to. You know, to. you're only two years older than me, right? You know, I was like, well, yeah, okay. But they're very so. respectful. Like, they, they definitely come over and they're like, hey, Uncle Dave. And I wanted to say, you guys are the same age. Stop calling him <laughs> uncle. <laughs> but it's cute. It's like, it's kind of funny. They'll be like, that's my Uncle Dave. I want to say, no, yeah. Not. Like, Actually, he is. He is. <laughs> so, Technically. But, yeah. One of is. Dave's nephews is zach's brother's dad yes i said that right yeah you said one of dave's nephews is zach's brother's dad yeah yeah yes that is correct yeah so (laughs) dave is really uncle dave to zach's brothers (laughs) yeah and technically to zach zach grew up calling him that yeah it's, i was always uncle dave to zach as now well, he's so. trying to act like it's not uncle dave and it's mm-hmm. just dave <laughs> i'm like no now it's i'm matchmaker dave i saw that match i saw that match happen from the start oh, oh and, and i did just you know just so everybody knows out there I, I, I foretold this i saw it back when they were kids yes. i give you all of the credit dave don't yeah. worry <laughs> we'll have a big blow-up poster of you at the wedding saying i did this <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you get the credit. No, you, you get really the credit know. for that. But people are always like, how does 
like asking me like where do you want to attack me and i'm like well my dad and they're like hold on let's get into the story <laughs> and then like getting into the story they're like okay so they're like Whoa. wait there's layers to this right story. it's like so are you guys sure you're not cousins i'm like if you don't <laughs> shut the hell up but back to dave yeah so you know it was it was really interesting coming up um you know, dealing with uh, nieces and nephews and, you know, sisters or whatever. My sisters were kind of like mother figures a little bit when I was really young. And, That's cool. You know, yeah, so that, you know, that was kind of cool. cool. Single mom, my mom was like the greatest ever. You know, she passed Juanita. a couple of years ago. Yeah, but she was, you know, as perfect a uh, single mom as it can be. You know, I never um, lacked love or didn't feel like, you know, that was her world. So she really instilled a lot of uh, confidence in me okay. and stuff. So. She was a nurse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a nurse uh, right here in Los Angeles and, uh, at uh, LA County Hospital, so she did like thirty-five years there or something like that. But so you were the only boy. I was the only boy. I was only. As a matter of fact, I was the only boy for a long time because all of my cousins were all girls as well. So I was like, you know, kind of the golden child, you know, <laughs> for a minute. The golden child. I heard you used to beat people up in high school. Uh, got kicked out. Yeah. Look, I was just protected. Not even high school. <laughs> that's, that's how that was. I feel like it was like lower middle yeah, school. Yeah, it, like, it was like junior high school. I, yeah. You know, kind of a, a sorted pass, I guess. Uh, I went to. Not a sorted pass. A sorted pass. Oh this God. man is like the sorted chocolate box. You don't know what you're going to get when you eat one. <laughs> I call Dave now a gentle giant. So Three junior high schools. Three? Uh, three, yeah. Three junior high. And well, you know, I mean, it, what it, what that helped with is like knowing a lot of people. So I always had a lot of friends because I went to a few different schools. So, you know, that was not uh, a problem. That was not a problem. That was not a problem. <laughs> Were you really tall in like junior high? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I grew early. So, you know, I, I was always the biggest kid in the class. And, you know, and I caught a lot of flack for that. And, you know, but turned out actually turned out pretty good. Because uh, I was able to get away with a whole lot of shit because I was the biggest kid in the class. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start getting into sports? Or like your look and you're like, I'm oh. into fitness, I'm cute, I'm the biggest kid, but I'm fine. Like, when did well, that happen? You know, funny, funny, funny thing is, you know, this is kind of a story and people that are older will understand this. Back in the day, way back in the day, 60s and 70s, it's like all the, you know, the light-skinned kids with, you know, the big afros got all the all the love. You know, and then it started to change like in the 70s. And when I kind of came into myself, I'd probably say was maybe around around ninth grade because I kind of started to get a lot more coordinated. You know, you know, when you, you know, when you like, you know, like when you're big and, Tall and, and young, and when you're big and young, you, don't, like you can't really control you it. You don't know what's happening. Right, 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 right. So about ninth grade uh, oh, and tenth, ninth funny. and tenth grade, like, you know, as far as the girls are concerned, the ones that wouldn't even give me a look. When I was a few years younger, not that I needed to, but, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they started being like, well, okay, you kind of feel well, out there. When you come back from like summer yeah, and you yeah, go to the first day, yeah. they're like, oh, did you see David Beaudry? He grew up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the time I got to 10th grade, it was on and popping. You know, I started playing ball. Ah, and, on and uh, popping. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, after that, and then of course sports, you know, how sports does. I was playing football. I actually played football and baseball, but football became sort of my passion and I kind of left baseball alone after the 10th grade and then mm. just, you know, concentrated on ball and, you know. You were able to put that energy into the into yeah. the field, yeah. and I had, on the field. Tell me, but I had a lot of energy, too. Let me tell you, still got a lot of energy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dave <laughs> oh has my gosh, the most energy besides Ryder that <laughs> I know. But I have a question. So with your mom being a single mom, having you way later than all of her other children, you're the boy, like you kind of threw in like a wrench in the program mm -hmm. not like that not in a negative way but kind of like 
not the oops, but hey. <laughs> was how was it like how were you raised? Was it like an open household? Did you guys talk about things? Would she or was it kind of like you raised were like you latchkey? Were you latchkey or what was the how was that? What was the dynamic? Yeah. Well, you know what? If you looked up latchkey in the in the dictionary, my picture would be next to it, basically. Because while my mom was great. She, she was a single mom. She worked at night, so I had very little supervision, you know, yeah. probably from about age 13, um, you know, because she would drop me at my sister's, you know, before that. And then when I got about 12, 13, one day she said, hey, you want to stay home? You know, I was like, oh, I'm good. You know, <laughs> believe be it or like, not. No, I'm scared. <laughs> not me. Crazy, crazy thing is I was scared as hell that first night. I can, I can literally Aww, remember Dave. the first night. I stayed by myself, and it was like it was like terrifying. I was like watching the door the whole time and scared. You know, Start hearing things, hearing things exactly. And she she would go to work like ten in the evening or whatever. And oh. so I'd be, you know, she I'd have dinner or whatever, and then she'd put me to bed or whatever. And then she would she would bounce, mm-hmm. and she'd get back about like maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock mm. in the morning. So she would you know help me get ready for school and then and yeah. get out of there or whatever. So. But, yeah, it was a, a, not a lot of supervision growing up. And then, you know, she was just busy. I mean, you know, being a single mom, and I was a handful. You know, I, and I ate a lot. I used to eat up all the food. My mother. Still do. She, she, tell, she would tell me. She would tell me, um, you know, she would tell her friends that, you know, David ate, like, yesterday's leftovers, uh, you know, today's dinner and tomorrow's plan. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I feel like that's how Ace is going to be. Oh, he's oh, going to be like that, right? I'm watching scared him now. that's yeah. how the boys are going to be. I'm going to be like, guys, I just need a food sponsorship. Yeah, I have like, no this idea. This is too yeah. much. Yeah, boys are a whole other thing. Too mm-hmm. much. So when you, how was it when you started like dating and stuff? Was she like, was that an open topic or was it like? Um, well, you know, we had conversations, but, you know, my mom was kind of, um, you know, she wasn't really used to that. You know, well, let me put it this way. She had three brothers growing up. Mm-hmm. So she kind of knew how guys were mm-hmm. watching her brothers or whatever. So she just assumed a whole lot about mm-hmm. me. But we didn't have a lot of deep conversations. It's just only time we'd have a conversation if she, like, like busted me with a girlfriend or something. You know, she, would, <laughs> she would come walking in, man. And, you know, we'd be necking or something. And oh. not, not necking. 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 Oh, oh. I thought he yeah. said we'd be naked. I was like, damn. I was like, David, no. I've never heard these stories. Right. And we talk a lot of, yes. in the house. Like, I said, oh, my God. No, she never busted me. Uh, busted us naked. I was about naked, to say, but, just uh, necking. Got ne- necking. In, necking is, like, our term for, like, making out or, like, fooling around or something. Yeah, yeah, that's old school for necking. You know. Yeah, necking. Yeah. Come here, let me neck you. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so, uh, I just think of hickeys. Yeah, so you know, I, I had, I had my, I had, my, yeah, I know. Huh, back in the day, I had my first, my first girlfriend. Probably, well, let me take it back a bit farther than that. There was this little girl in second grade. Oh my god, not the second grade. Her, her, her name was Sybil, and that's she, scary. Yeah, she went to Mary Clay. You heard of Mary Clay? This no. sounds like a scary movie. It was a famous, like, on Adams, it was a famous little um, preschool that all the kids went to. But anyway, I, I remember that little girl. You know, my dad used to tease me about it. He, you know, I didn't see him that often, but he would always remember that kind of stuff. Of course. <laughs> I feel of course like he would. Dad's going to be like, hey, you. Yeah. Well, how's not, Sybil doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, what, right, dad? Yeah, that, that was four that years was ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. I, and, and, you know, speaking of that, my dad was not real present in my life. Uh, he came around, you know, I, I would say I've stayed with my dad probably about a year mm-hmm. in my youth. You know, when I, I got too much from my mom in sixth grade and she was like, you're going to stay with your dad. 
<laughs> so, I, excuse me, I was over there for about a year. I can't wait to tell writers ass that. Go to your daddy's house. Yeah. yeah was, <laughs> I'm sending y'all to DC together. But, girl, yeah, oh my God. Crazy. But, you know, I, I picked up a lot of good stuff from him. I mean, you know, he, he was uh, LAPD, so he was a cop. I didn't know yeah. that. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He worked down in the harbor area, and you know, he you know he did his cop thing for about thirty five years. Ah, and, that explains uh, he, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he was he was a cat. You know, he we lost. I actually lost him. Like him and my mom passed like a month apart mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So I remember but, that was that was really hard on you. Yeah, yeah. That that, that was, was tough. Yeah, yeah. I love my dad. I mean, he wasn't you know he wasn't perfect, and you know what dad is right. But um, it was tough. It was tough losing. Yeah, it was real tough losing. But we had, uh, I think, got to a place where, you know, we had a good understanding and a good relationship and, you know, a good loving father. In your adult years. In my adult years, yeah. So we kind of got past all of that. But That's good. He came to, I think, you know, maybe two games, <laughs> football games, you know, growing up. And then, of course, he showed up on signing day. I was going to say, <laughs> is he a signing day dad? Yes. Yeah, he was a signing day dad. And, you know, it's all good, though. But Did you take the pick with them? Um, you know, I can't. If I did, I can't find it. It, it could be around so somewhere. So elaborating on this signing day, dad, well, elaborating on you signing more so, yeah. what, signing for what? Oh, well. Tell I, us what happened, Dave. Okay, okay. Well, Dave I, found sports and then sports. Yeah, I found, I found sports. You know, actually, <laughs> I, I credit sports for probably keeping my butt out of jail, to be honest with you, because, you know, like I said, I was a, a big, mischievous, not bad, mischievous kid. And uh, I just, I with, was just with Hulk strength. Oh yeah. my God, y'all! Y'all never want to see this man mad. It's the scariest <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my life. I cannot lie. Y'all think Cheyenne gets a Hulk smash, man? Man, I don't even want to see Dave Hulk. But smash. I'm really nice, 99. percent I'm of the really nice. Oh yeah, for sure, 99.9. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> let's get that in there. That's why when like the anger comes out, it's like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, okay, everybody, shut up and yeah. just be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was. Uh, let me see. I played ball at Texas Tech University. I was at. Um, well, I graduated from Crenshaw. I went to Westchester, of course. You know, I don't stay at one school. So I graduated from <laughs> Crenshaw after leaving Westchester. And uh, then ended up at uh, PCC for uh, three semesters where I played ball. And I was All-American there cool. at uh, linebacker and, and defensive end. And then from there, I pulled a full scholarship to uh, Texas Tech University where mm-hmm. I played ball there. That's bomb. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Um, yeah. And you started playing sports like fairly late, I would very say, late, compared late. to I, other oh, for athletes. Sure. For sure. I mean, my my um, ball playing as a young person was mostly just sandlot. We played in the park, you mm-hmm. know, down the street from the house and, you know, pick up basketball and, you know, football and stuff. So there wasn't a lot of uh, organized, you know, mm-hmm. Pop Warner football. For one, I was always too big to, you know, qualify for the team because back then, oh. if you weighed a certain amount, you couldn't play. With that, with that Dang. age, oh, they didn't do it based off of like age. Uh, no, it was it was based on weight back. I mean, it was age plus weight. So when oh, I was, you know, I wanted it. to play. I think at like maybe twelve or something like that. But I was too big to play with the other twelve year olds. But so they wouldn't just. That's crazy. They wouldn't. So like would put they you put you like on with an older, older team? team? I would have to play with the thirteen or fourteen year olds. Got it. Yeah, got it. Because it was. They, all, they should still do that because Ryder was playing t ball this summer and mm-hmm. there was some big. There was ass a really tall kid, kid yeah. on her. But class. not tall, Nerd. but like husky. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking like, oh my god! Like <laughs> my baby's on the same team with him. Like right, yeah. So right. no offense to anybody with some husky kids, <laughs> but I definitely understand. It's yeah, just I, like, think it's, I think it's more like age now. They kind of do. Because no, I was, yeah, I was at Evan's age, game the yeah. other day, and Evan, there was some big kids he was playing against. But Evan's yeah. balling though. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, Evan's like, our neighbor. We'll he was like the lone neighbor. little white kid out there on in, on Snoop's team, you know. For real? Out there balling. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, I it's gotta go funny. see it. You should I go gotta see it. See this too. You, would, you would enjoy it. Uh, this is funny. Then, then, then watching the, the blums in the stands, man, with, with all the groups, with all the crowds. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And funny. they're probably screaming their heads off, too. Oh, my God. It's really funny. Like, that's our son. They're like, we know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Dave, you're playing football. Yeah. Play, playing got at te- Texas Tech, I got a full ride at Texas Tech. So I, I was there for three three seasons, played down there, and then on draft they got picked up by Denver Broncos. You know, signed That's a exciting. signed a two year contract with them. And how did that feel? I felt great. I mean, it, it was awesome because you know I, I looked at with the limited amount of uh, background that I had, mm-hmm. you know, in organized sports and stuff, and being able to achieve that much in in a relatively short period of time, it was it was pretty cool and it was a blessing. Yeah, you, know, you know, I feel like. I had a lot of, um, I don't want to say anger, but a lot of pent up, you know, frustration and mm-hmm. things inside yeah. of me. And, you know, football rage. was a vehicle. Yeah, to let yeah, it rage. out. Like yeah, a to safe, let it out. Halfway safe way. To yeah, let I could it do out. what I do. Yeah. I, I could remember, uh, you know, in high school, the first time I actually played organized football, and I didn't know a lot about it other than what I learned in the park. And I, I was playing at Westchester High School, and the, and the coach got me down. First, I, I went out there. I thought I was going to be a receiver, but I was too big, and I couldn't really catch. So he was like, uh, no, you're not playing receiver. It's not that I was too big. It was I couldn't really catch. Couldn't really catch, exactly, <laughs> at that point, right. So he, he sits me down at uh, – puts me down at nose guard, and, you know, I had never played that position before. And he said, I've look – I've never even heard of that position. Yeah, it's like, it's like a down lineman that's right over the center. Oh, and he, wow. he basically said, hey, man, look, this is what I need you to do. New. Kick his ass, and whoever has the ball, go get him. And you did like it. A water I swear that's oh, what he told me. A water boy and that's And that's what I did. That's yeah. what I did. I just wore this dude out in front of me, and wherever the ball was, that's where I was, and I was taking him down. Yeah. You know, and it's, it, was, it, was, it came real natural. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to just be aggressive. You know, that's what, That's cool. When So Zach used to play football, and I remember when Dave first introduced me to Zach, it was like that was still – it was kind of at the end of his footballness because I think he got, I know he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But, like, Dave was like, no, like, Zach was so, like, he he's good, he's fast and all this stuff. And we recently, Zach has been talking about more, you know, being more open about how, like, he wishes he would have stayed with it. Yeah. But he got hurt, you know, he can't do anything about that. Right. But he said the same thing, like, the level of aggression that I would get mm-hmm. out there was, like, the adrenaline rush plus, like, it saved me from probably a lot of fights that I would have had just uh-huh. trying to get that adrenaline rush from something else. And so. it saves you from sure. the streets. Like, you know, when, Absolutely. You're, when your friends are like, hey, let's go joyriding or hey, let's go get into this trouble. It's like, hey, I have practice. You're like, yep. yeah, I'm at practice. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, I mean, you got play games. Ball. Right. You, Look, know? you, you got to keep your grades up. Yeah. You got to yeah. be eligible. Yeah. You got to be there. You got to practice. So, I mean, it just. You have to show up for it, yourself. It can literally mm-hmm. save your life. That's good. You know, and, I, and I feel I really do credit it, you know, for saving my life in that way. So it was, it was a blast, though. I mean, I had, I had a lot of fun. And so I signed the contract and uh, went into training camp. They brought in 12 linebackers that year. And um, at the end, there were only four. I was one of the four that they brought back. And so in our regular training camp, I was going to training camp chasing. Actually, one day at practice, I was chasing John Elway. I got – Guys, you guys out there probably know who John Elway is. He was one of the greatest quarterbacks. I know the name. Time. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what he looked like. Anyway, but yeah, tall white dude. I was anyway. gonna say tall white guy. Yeah, tall white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just a guess. Extremely gifted. Yeah, but anyway, I was chasing him one day. Yeah. Um, and the defensive coach, because I got too close to him, he was like, "Hey, man, look, that's that's the franchise. Don't get that close." Uh, it was crazy, right? Uh. So next play, you know, I go out and I'm doing my thing. I'm going at him, and I'm I'm not trying to get too close to him, but I just kind of accelerate the run by him. Pulled the shit out of my hamstring. 
And I mean, it was like one of those that just like, ah, and you just fall on your face to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was injured. I just had this picture of you like running and you pull past him. And then all of a sudden you're like straight body. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, That's how it was. You just got too. like stung and then like you're shot. like face down. Yeah. Bam, right? John probably looked at you like, yeah, that's what you get, big mm-hmm. boy, trying to play with me. Exactly. <laughs> so I go down and, you know. Where'd you think I you were going? Re- yeah, exactly. I tried to rehab a little bit while I was there. And then, you know, finally oh. after about a couple of weeks, they came to me and they said, listen, you know, we'd like to bring you back into camp. And they asked me, you know, do you want to stay and go on injured reserve or you can go home, you know, rehab on your own and then you can come back in and start all over again next year. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I opted to do that because I was at that point, I wasn't playing. So I was getting a little homesick anyway. So I said, well, let me go home. I could train. I knew how to train. I was very disciplined like Bless that you. as far as Bless working you. out and stuff. So went on to the house and uh, with the, you know, intentions of coming back mm-hmm. next year. Right. And then uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Eugene Andrews, was on had been on the fire department for a couple of years, and uh, you know I didn't know anything about the fire department other than it seemed kind of cool, right? People put fires. Yeah, on? you know I, I had I didn't really know what all that entailed, so you know he and he was telling me, you know, hey man, this is a pretty good job. I said, oh, okay, and then he comes over to the house. And uh, he came up with this badass Porsche, man, 911. <laughs> oh, my God. I've heard this story so uh, many times. Yeah. <laughs> this story and, and I was like, damn, fireman, do it like that? You know, he was like, yeah, man. You know, and he and how old are you guys? Like, uh, well, I'm 23. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 23. Oh, yeah, I'm 23. for sure I would have been like, sign uh, me up. Oh, I was sign pumped. Me up. I was pumped. He was like, hey, man, look, bro. Football just, hurts. <laughs> yeah, he just looked, man, just go take the test. He said, look, you ain't, you know, just see what happens. You, you never know, right? Yeah. So, I, you know, I go up and I say, okay, all right, I'll go take the test. So, anyway, I go down and I take the test, which happened to be uh, scheduled for, like, a couple of weeks from then. Mm-hmm. So, I go down and take the test, kind of cold. I don't really know. But, you know, look, I just got out of college. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure I can pass a civil service test. So, I go down and I take the test. And uh, so, I pass it. So, they call me in for. He's smart, uh, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> they, call, they, call me back, they call me back <laughs> for, the, for the physical agilities test, right? And yeah, I'm like, like. Oh, yeah, I can I'm do like, this. I'm like, really? I had never done any of those events before, but I almost broke like four records, you know, doing <laughs> those. Okay, so you take the test, you do I the agility test. I take the test, I do the agility test, I kill that, and then next thing is the interview. That's the process. Mm-hmm. At, back in those days, you would have a, a you'd have to pass a written test, then they'd have you do you know physical agility Physi- tests, uh-huh. or whatever, and then you had to go sit for an interview, you know, with, okay. with a couple of captains and chiefs and stuff. Yeah. Right? So you know, I do a little prep for that, and then uh, they call me in. You know, finally, you know, I go in. I'm suited and booted. And I come on in. I sit down. And I'm waiting for some fire department stuff. They ask me about like, you know, tell me about yourself, or you know, why are you a good candidate? You know, one of those real yeah. softball Very questions, right? Generic. So I kind of knocked that out the park, you know. And then next thing you know, I see the guy looking at my resume. And my last job at that point was, you know, a professional football player. And he, you know, then he just goes on a tangent about playing ball Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he starts asking me questions about the fire department i mean about about uh, denver and you know how's elway and all this other stuff (laughs) you know by the time we were done i I don't even think i got another fire department question yeah it was just i mean it it was like a hundred get out of here (laughs) yeah i'm looking forward to having you on the job funny so question do you think getting on the fire department back then is a lot was it easier than how it would be now yeah, you know, I I think it's it was probably a little easier. And the way the reason I say that is because it wasn't as popular in a community as it became, you know, in later years. Yeah. It was almost like a little secret. You know, people didn't really understand. I still feel like it's a what secret. What it was about. No, you know, they, I feel like it's a lot harder. They didn't now. understand no, it. I'm not saying it's not harder. Like yeah. I definitely do think it's harder, but I still feel like it is one of those careers that's 
stable there's Very like longevity after. i feel like people know the know about it now though okay. yeah, no, the cat's out the bag definitely. yeah i think the cat that's is out the, out the bag, bag. like the you bag. make great money yeah. and great benefits yeah the schedule is great and you know in terms of the time off yeah because i you know, know like when we came into your life you were you were working and it'd be like you work three days then you'd be off for like four days <laughs> or it'd be like we used there used to be a running joke where Dave would maybe work like four or five days in like a month period. <laughs> but I remember at one point it you were was, taking all the it overtime. Was like you were taking yeah. so much overtime, and I was looking at this was like back when they first got married. Mm-hmm. I was looking at mom like, so where is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, I'm confused. I'm confused, right. and she's like, "He's working." I'm like, mm, <laughs> "Sure, another family, but <laughs> whatever." <laughs> but no, the schedule was nice. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you had time, and you know, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur all my life, anyway, or at least in my mind. And so that it, I looked at that position as something that would allow me to work, make a great living, make some good money, mm-hmm. but still have time to do other stuff if I wanted to. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and that, I could see that now that like you know, looking back mm-hmm. and really remembering your schedule, oh, yeah. you had a yeah. lot of flexibility. Yeah, I mean, and that's the main thing that flexibility, yeah. and you know, you, you see a whole lot, obviously. So clearly, Dave picked the fire department over, over going back. Yes, football. yes. I had I had to call my agent and I had to call the team and uh, call Denver and say that you know, I'm opting out and then I wasn't coming back and uh, my agent was not happy. Any uh, regrets from that decision? Um, you know, when I look back on it, it was probably the best one of the best decisions I've made in my life. You know, when I That's look back good. on it, yeah, because I mean, don't get me wrong, I love football and I loved it then mm-hmm. and it, it is the most exhilarating. I mean, it's just it's a bomb sport, but it, it's also uh, brutal. Yeah, um, it's it is. It's, you're your like body. a freaking gladiator. And I got I got friends that uh, stayed in the game. You know, some additional years, and you know, were unable to have the type of career that I had because mm-hmm. of staying in that game as long. And then also back then, uh, they didn't pay the kind of money that they're paying the athletes now. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my contract. I had a two year contract for two hundred thousand dollars. You know, as a free agent. Dang. But, I mean, I'm granted that's thirty five years ago, but. But it at still 21 years still, old, you yeah. know, that's still nice. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was nice money, but, but it wasn't. Still, but compared to today, today yeah. yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. And I, mean, I was going to say also just the safety regulations were oh, it's way different. Yeah. Way different. Oh, they, they, you were hurting yourself uh, every play. Yeah. Right? And, you know, they the were concussions like, get back out there, like kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was, yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
way, way stuff, different. So. Okay, so you joined the fire department and do you have any highlights? Like I know you've told us all kind of oh stories. Oh my god, you've do seen not so start. much. Oh. Like how so was what, wait, what I didn't realize until I met Dave was that this might be the dumbest thing ever. So nobody be mad at me for saying this. I can't this, wait okay? to hear what you have but to say. But I didn't know that firemen were first responders, like for everything. Mm. Yeah. So I just thought y'all put out fires, but I didn't. I didn't know that either. I didn't really know that like when you call 911 yeah. and like they, they send a the fireman for Pretty much like ninety percent of the things we in literally my head. go to. Y'all are the first people on right. site. I did not realize that. Yeah, we go. We go uh, to everything. We're first I didn't know because it's not like you know. I've I've never been really like in an emergency emergency situation where mm-hmm. I had to call nine one one. Um, I have called nine one one when I was younger and I got in trouble with it. <laughs> oh my god, Kyle! But no, I didn't realize that until Dave, and then Dave would come home and would talk about all these stories and i'm yeah. i literally at one point was like mom you got a bootleg fireman because <laughs> we're i've never heard him come home talking about i put out a fire it's always yeah. like so at this car accident or like hey we lowered like a big person out to like go to the hospital like it was all these like random stories where i'm like where's the fire in this so i just never realized that you guys did way more than yeah. fire like not fires i don't know it's but. but at the same time like dave's like very medical like he knows a lot of medical terms and yeah oh yeah uh, anytime anybody's hurt yeah just call we're, dave. we're called dave they're like now i know but so what are let's say like do you have an all-time high from being fireman and then an all-time low yeah you know and, and it's almost like the same well let me, let me put it like this if i said an all-time high or or say a situation that really just Overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. It would have to be the uh, the riots. Yeah, you know, I, was behind, gonna, I was gonna say was behind the Rodney uh, King. Rodney King. Riots. I was I was stationed at uh, Fire Station 15 at that time. Was right across the street from USC, and so okay. you know the uh, the riots pop off. And one, okay, we have to go to uh, the command center, which at that point was over on Arlington, uh, off of 54th. You know the old mm-hmm. um, RTD bus station, right? So we're on our way over there and, you know, typically firemen are always well-received and well-liked and sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. celebrated and appreciated and celebrated. And so, you know, during the, during this incident, anyone who uh, represented any type of authority figure had a uniform on was the enemy. Yeah. So that was really, it was a wake up call. It was the first time in my career at that point that I had um, experienced anything, but, you know, just, you know, well-received, you know, accolades and Hey, you know, that's the firemen they're here to help kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we're on we're on this we're on the engine company moving go, moving over to the, the command post and people are literally throwing bricks at the uh, at the fire engine as we're driving by and one of the guys that uh, I ended up working with later on had been shot and it didn't matter if you were black white it didn't matter purple no. it didn't matter it was any anything that had on a, a uniform and a yeah. badge was, they were like hijacking oh, it, was, um, it was crazy fire engines weren't they like, oh just crazy stuff you know and one of the most eerie feelings probably for me during that time was I was, we were on, um, let's see, I think we were on Arlington or one of those streets. Anyway, we are fighting fire because the city was burning up. There was fire everywhere. I mean, you know, the whole block, all around, as far as the eye could see, it was fire. It was just, you know, billows of smoke coming up. And so we're going down, uh, we have our hoses and we're going down the street and we're, you know, we're trying to squirt a little water and trying to knock down some of these fires. And in order to do that, we had to be flanked by National Guardsmen. 
What does we, flanked mean? Flanked means that as we're, we we have our holes, it's kind of like our gun, right? We have mm-hmm. our holes, but we had to have like, like an escort. Like army cats. Oh, yeah. uh, like an escort. Yeah, like an escort with M16s watching the roofs. Oh, as we're going wow. Down there. So can you imagine that? No, I can't. We're, we're down there trying to do our job and we're hearing gunshots. So it's like, I literally picture like this war scene and it's kind of crazy because oh, when I think of, you know, people living, you know, war torn countries mm-hmm. or I was just think of like civil wars out here. I'm like, oh. you know, you, you see the ambulances driving through or they're, you know, cleared to get through. And I'm like, but they're not always mm-hmm. well received. Like, no. It felt like That's Beirut. Scary. I mean, it just—it was just had this crazy, eerie feeling, and it mm-hmm. was just you know, smoky. Yeah. You couldn't see anything, and that, and at that incident, and it's um, like you can't not do your job. No, you like, have to you do your job. Committed to this, and I was there for three days, so I didn't see mm-hmm. my my wife or my kids for three for three days while I was out there. They, there was no communication. You know, phones were shut down. I mean, it was it was eerie. It was Ooh, really eerie. At this point, how you had all four or was, uh, no, I had. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just Ryan. Because that was yeah. in 92. So yeah. Ryan was born. and He, he was, was a like baby. just born, too. Yeah, he, was, he was a baby. Yeah. He was a baby. And, uh, you know, so I have you know, a new wife and a new baby. So how old were you? I was uh, 29. You got married to Monica at? 29. 29? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was 29. Because um, she got pregnant, uh, so we kind of did it backwards. But, you know, anyway, hey, she was <laughs> you're talking to the choir. <laughs> yeah, just keeping the traditions alive over here. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so how did so you guys meet? She was like that. Uh, Monica? Yeah. Um, interesting story. Uh, <laughs> Feel good. Should I not have asked? No, no, no. It, it, it's cool. I mean, actually, it's kind of a cool story because. Um, no, what, to, wait, we asked mom the same question yeah. about how she met our dad. Yeah. And they met at a fire. Oh, wow. And awkward Dave Fireman. I wonder if Dave was somewhere putting out this, working on this fire. How crazy would that have been? That's hilarious. Okay, so how did you and Monica meet? Um, okay, I met Monica, uh, you know, back back in the day. You hear, hear old guys say that all the time, right? Yes. Anyway, I used to, when I got back from Denver and I got on the fire department, I used to do a lot of party. I party a lot. What? Okay, you there, still party, Dave. But there were, I mean, these, uh, LA, is, LA used to be popping. There were a lot of good clubs. You Dave know, is and, Disco Dave, y'all. <laughs> this man loves to dance. Hell and party. yeah. There was a lot of great clubs. So anyway, we went to this club. Um, It was the Palace. You met Monica of, at the club? I met Monica at the club. And wow. you wiped her up? Hey, let me tell you. They and and this is a really cool story. Her. True story. <laughs> True story. She was just come, she was actually had been married and she was coming out of a situation. But anyway, so I didn't know that. so yeah, she actually been, had been married before. And how old is was she at the time? Was she older or younger? She was a couple years younger, like a year and a half or so younger than me. Dang so she, she was like she was like twenty six and a half or something like that. Okay. So anyway, we're at the club, right? And I have uh, this night. I have on I have on like this trench coat, right? So wait, I so know this story. Oh my god! Okay, I had, I had on this trench, you know, and I was, you know, my hair. When I had hair, it was like it was hooked up. You know, it was everything. Cool. Uh huh. Dave was looking good that night. He had on his trench. You know, his hair was, was laid. Good. I was okay. looking good. Trench. He was wearing a trench in the club my in shoes LA. Was popping. <laughs> <laughs> sounds cool, like a, a sounds like a Shaft movie. Like. It felt like a Shaft movie. <laughs> so we. <laughs> so anyway, so we're. Uh, we're, you know, we're doing what we think. It was me and about three, four other cats was there, you know, together. You know, you don't really go to clubs by yourself. You, your yeah. crew went with you, right? Yeah. So we, you know, we was drinking. I was. Cheyenne's face just now. I'm like, was Dave, like, that's still how it is now. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
Just going to the club. So I'm myself. sipping on my Long Island iced tea, which is still my drink. I was going to say, yes, it is. Still like, still like this. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we're sipping drinks, whatever we're talking, whatever. And, and so, and happened to be that night, Digital Underground, who was Ooh. a real hot group back in those days. And that's back when uh, Tupac was with them. So anyway, Digital Underground was at the club. They were performing. And uh, so they're up on stage, they're doing their thing, and they get down to this last. And actually, that that night, there was a bunch of bunch of Lakers there too. So it was. That was like a fun, it was fun a, party night. It was a great party Shine night. I got her Lakers shirt on right now. Was, right, was, I should have been there. There was a lot of tall cats there, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of tall cats. There. I was tall, but not that tall, right? So anyway, so we're um, I pull out on the dance floor. You know, I went. I saw her over there, and she looked real good that night. So I went over, stepped up to her, and so we're dancing, we're doing our you thing. Said I pulled her out on the dance floor, y'all. Yeah, because we didn't ask back in those days. We just went and grabbed your hand, and, and gave you that look, and it was on. <laughs> Nowadays, assault, assault. He yeah, exactly. Me. Couldn't do that now because right, you it's just it's inappropriate. Now. Oh my god! Why touching me? No. That's There's so many rules now. Right. You kidnapped me. Yeah, back then that's how we did it though. So. <laughs> Anyway, so we get out on the dance floor, and we, you know, we're partying, we're having a good time, the music is bumping or whatever. And so Digital Underground is throwing uh, T-shirts out to the crowd, right? And, you know, and people are catching the T-shirts, and everybody's over here, over here, over here. So I'm dancing, you know, with her, and I'm flanked by a couple ball players. Flanked is Dave's word tonight. Yeah, that means they were next. So yes. don't tell me you caught a T-shirt. I caught a T-shirt. And as a matter of fact, it's not that I caught a T-shirt. It's the way that I caught a T-shirt. Oh, Lord. She stand, she's standing there, you know, we're dancing, wherever the T-shirt comes out, I just launched. You know, <laughs> like I told you, I was a decent athlete. So I went up, and I like skied over like a couple of Lakers. Oh, there. And like grabbed it off the air and pulled it down. Did I, you give it to her? Of course I gave it to her. Oh, I, I just smooth. pulled it down. Pulled it down. I'm like, here you go, baby. You know, wow. She like, <laughs> She's like, so how long did you guys, did you get her number that night? Duh, yeah, you got her number yeah. that night. How'd you get her digits? I, I got, he did I got it after digits. the t-shirt move. Well, you know, yeah, after t-shirt, well, actually we were leaving the club, you know, because after t-shirt move, I handed her the t-shirt and we danced a little bit more with her. And since she was leaving, she was with a couple of her guy friends, actually, his cat name, uh, what was his name? Major. So, uh, and she was, at that point, she had not gotten a divorce yet she was in the midst mm, okay they've done homework the, the, so, the lady from the uh, well, let me finish the story. <laughs> okay. he, just, so, he solidified so, the divorce yes well oh. <laughs> we're just teasing you so you guys <laughs> so, you gotta see him shaking his head okay if you're listening watch the youtube channel because he just shook the shit out that head <laughs> like he was getting flustered like if y'all don't just let me finish this story so i, I tried you know i was like okay let me get, go get your number or whatever so i walked down to where she was she was getting ready to get in the car with these cats you know and a uh, major looks up and he goes, uh, you better get your married ass in this car, you know, like that. And I was like, oh, married, married, you get know, my so t-shirt like, back. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and she, and she told him to shut up or whatever. And she just, she said, she, you know, you know, back in the, we didn't have cell phones. Yo, this then, sounds so. like a scene out of like the wood or something. It was, it was. Wait, so you still wanted her number? I said, well, she she had told after he that. Obviously, took it after that. You know, she was kind of like, wait. well, you know, it's, it's some shit going on, but I'm gonna give you my number. We we'll talk about it later, right? So mm -hmm. she just, you know, she wrote it down or whatever. So I took the number. I didn't call her probably for like a week and a half or so. I didn't call her, you know, because I was like, oh, damn, you married, you know. So I finally call her. Where did you sit that phone number once you got home? Like, I would have lost the number uh, in a week and a half. Yeah, I know. Huh? I, I don't know. Some kind of way, I found it. But I called her, you know. I probably I dialed that. her up like this or something, you know. <laughs> Old phone. <laughs> but I called her up, and I'm like, you know, so you're married? You know, she was like, well, you know, we've been separated for this long or whatever. Oh, okay. But I still live with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, so did she give you, like, a house number? 
She she gave me a house number. What if he went to pick up? Oh. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so first date, I go over. This is like about two, three weeks later. So I go and I pick her. I feel stupid because I'm going to this other man's house to pick up his wife, right? <laughs> David but, but, Beaudry. But, she, but she's, like, she's like, look, I promise you. I almost have to take the mic off the stand because <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, my God. I've heard I, the trench coat part. Yeah. I did but not, I did hear, not this hear this part. part. No. no. This just got so juicy. Oh what if he was to walk out when you pulled up? What would you have done? <laughs> hey, I, I I'm just like. I'm delivering man, the pizza, I, man. Talk, talk to her. I, you know, I'm just. You know, I know nothing. I'm. You know, I'm just here. But so anyway, I go. I go here. pick. Her, I go pick her up, and I, I feel kind of strange because I know that you know her husband's probably in the house or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> so we go, we go out. We go out and get some food or whatever. It's like a, you know a little regular date. Nothing really happened or whatever. We went out and had some food. We had some conversation. At by the end of the night, I'm like, dude, you need to work on your marriage because you still live with this dude. Mm. You know, I'm like, hey, don't. Counselor don't Dave came in the light. I did really, because I mean, I'm not about that. I don't want to mess with nobody's wife. I mean, that's just that's not. not I don't get yeah. down like that, you know. So I was like, mm, you know. So I said, why don't you go work that out or figure that out first, and then we can talk later. You know, if something, if you don't, if you don't get it together, then we can talk about it, right? So she calls me back probably about a month later, and she's like, I'm moving out. Okay, mm-hmm. so she moved over on this street called Labonia over in West LA. And um, Dave's dropping all the deets. Yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. You know, <laughs> so, how I, long did you guys date before she got pregnant? Uh, let's see. We dated probably maybe a year, maybe okay. something, something, maybe a year, maybe more like nine months. Probably around nine months, nine or ten months. And we were not being responsible, obviously. And but yeah, know. that was my next question. Was it planned or was it like? Well, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This, this is crazy though. She was on the pill oh, when okay. she got pregnant. So it was like, you know, so I, I felt comfortable. Yeah. Right? It, was, it was cool. All right. She's taking her, doing her thing or whatever. But that's why they say it's 99%. Okay. Well, I got pregnant with Ryder off the pill. Yeah. I was taking yeah. the pill. Well, I was also taking antibiotics. So it kind of canceled out. Kinda if anybody does out. not know that, if you're taking birth control, you take any type of antibiotics, it will cancel out. Just FYI. I was will just end reckless. up with a baby. Kyle, nobody asked your ass, okay? <laughs> okay, this wasn't for you. Free spirit. Okay, so she gets pregnant. Yeah. She tells you, and you're like... I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? You know? I'm, yeah. You know, that was my first time that happened to me. So I was like, uh, okay, well, you know, but by this time now, I'm 28 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. You're in your career. I'm in my career. You know, yeah. you know, I yeah. got money. I just bought a house. I mean, I was, you know, I was cool. Check you out, Dave. And so it was. Um, Dave was a catch. Damn, twenty eight, just bought a house. I'm, yeah. I, so I said, I'm okay. Slacking. <laughs> I said, okay. Um, the houses right, were we also significantly. Oh yeah. Not as expensive as they are. Today. Not even close. Oh wait, I'm just kidding. I'm not slacking. You I'm bought a house. You bought a house. Yeah. And, you are and I just bought a house. Just kidding. But so, still slacking. Well, <laughs> apparently I'm slacking. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> damn. No, we, so Dave said damn. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't <laughs> So she clearly kept the baby. She kept the baby. And, now we have uh, Ryan. And you know, yeah. And so when she was maybe eight, seven months, seven and a half months pregnant, we ended up going down to uh, City Hall and getting hitched. Oh, she was really pregnant. She was she was like 
Pregnant, pregnant. She was like, Kyle, right now. Kid here. Yeah. She As was. I'm sitting here trying to eat some right. chocolate covered crazy. That she keeps yeah. missing her mouth with. <laughs> I dropped him. I'm trying to get him. So Dang, she that. was pregnant, She's pregnant. Yeah. And so we, we go down to the, you know, Justice of the Peace. And whose downtown. idea was that? Uh, I, we talked. You know, I felt like neutral. Well, yeah, it was kind of neutral. It was yeah. kind of neutral. It was like, oh, you know, because I mean, up till then. You're a respectful guy, Dave. But we had, we had so much. I mean, we did, we had a really fun, like, dating. That, I mean, that seven or eight months was that, fun. Oh, we had. That's good. Blast. I would, I, we know Monica. So mm-hmm. when I Monica's tell you, fun. Monica's fun. And, you know, we know her as Dave's stepkids. And I'm like, no. she's it's, fucking fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> I've had fun with her. And, you know, yeah, she, I'm the stepdaughter she, over here on the other side, <laughs> so I can only imagine oh, how much fun she was back, back then. then. She, yeah. she knew how to party. Yeah, I, I know. Monica, Monica can make a party, goddamn y'all. drink and some really good bread. But, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, shines on her bread list. <laughs> oh what? Monica's my girl. She <laughs> sent she has sent me a loaf before. Okay, yes. we're friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, That's sweet. So okay, next question. Okay, so you had your first son, mm-hmm. Ryan, and then Ooh, everyone likes to make our blood brother. Oh yeah, because of the oh, eyes. Y'all look like, yeah, y'all look yes. like. we're like light skin with, with colored the eyes. eyes. We'll pull up. Um, if you guys watch the YouTube, we will put in some pictures of Dave's children. Yeah, people are like, "Wait, I didn't know you had a blood brother," and I'm like, "I, I don't." And they're like, <laughs> "You guys look just." But the alike. crazy thing is, Ryan looks like Dave's dad. Just yeah, like he him. looks just like your dad. Just yeah, like my dad. So they end up. You have Ryan. I and have then Ryan, and then Christian. so it's just you know just Ryan and mm-hmm. whatever, and then Christian comes um, in ninety five. So mm-hmm. like two like two and a half years later, and then the twins. He's born, and then two and a half years after that, then the twins come. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know that was crazy. <laughs> that, that was crazy. so. Monica the other day told me that when you guys were had the twins that. I guess people in your family have odd odd numbers of children. Yeah, there's there's twins in the family. There's probably like four sets. So she was like, "Yeah, we, you're, you know, Dave was like, we let's have another kid so that we can have the odd we number the two of boys. kids yeah. like everyone else." And then she was like, "That didn't work out because <laughs> there were twins." That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and, and also we want we wanted a little girl. You know, we had we had a boy mm-hmm. and we wanted a girl. So we um, we tried to have another child, and she actually lost one in between. Wait, and between Christian and the between, twins? Between Chris, between uh, after Ryan. Before she, Christian. Before Christian. Got it. And then Christian was born. That's hard. Okay. Oh, so Christian's your rainbow child. <coughs> yep. It's, so Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so and then Christian came. And then um, then obviously twins came. But tough part was, I mean, obviously, you know, we started having some issues or whatever. And uh, the twins kind of pushed her over the edge, believe it or not. You mm, know what I mean, because yeah, she had a real a tough time with postpartum and all that kind of stuff and depression and all that but that's a whole nother story but um anyway so now there's four kids <laughs> yeah and we're not gonna get into yeah the in between we're gonna fast forward all right yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go good my, we're not gonna do that to fast forward to blended family life yeah. 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 yeah i feel like there's a lot um a lot of questions that i always get as far as like Okay, so what's the in-between layers of, like, you know, when we had mom on the podcast and we put up, like, ask our mom questions, a lot of people ask, like, why'd you guys get divorced? This and the third, but... How long did it take for you guys to become friends again? Right, it's like, Like, we don't really stay there, so this is just addressing everybody because people have asked, like, my dad, now they're probably going to ask you. We don't like to stay in the 
and I'll say this for us across the board, we're not a family who's like harping on um, past a lot. I feel like, especially like that segment of each other's lives. However, everyone dealt with it. We're very like positive and move move forward yeah. type of people. I think. Um, and I want to say like we're accepting that we are human and that yeah, things happen. Right. And yeah. I would say. As I get older, I accept more Yeah, that I didn't realize. So, for example, like with my mom, things that I probably were mad at at 17 when my parents did get a divorce, now at about to be 29 next week, woot woot. Um, I'm like, damn, girl. I get I it. I get it. <laughs> like, why damn. didn't you leave? Why didn't, why, right? why didn't you like, do this? What? Like, yeah, <laughs> so we're not even going to ask. Dave, okay. what happened? <laughs> but we can all use our imaginations. Mm-hmm. Postpartum's real as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hella real. Depression's hella real. And I would say maybe it affects people in different ways. Yeah, but think about like having postpartum back then versus now, and how like mm-hmm. postpartum is so like oh can be. It's not as taboo. Yeah, where I think I back then it was like what, where now it's like okay, like let's work with you and stuff. Like mm-hmm. even the let's have a conversation, right? Like the difference between having Ace and Ryder and the conversations alone that the hospital would have about postpartum depression mm-hmm. were like opposite. So I yeah, I get so it. just imagine you know thirty imagine years ago. then like they yeah. probably were yeah. looking at her like uh lady go feed your baby and be quiet. So. Stop. <laughs> No, dead ass. No, I agree with you, but I'm just like. But seriously, yeah. Okay, so let's fast forward. Okay. To Margaret Beaudry. Wait, before we fast forward, I just want to run really fast because David didn't say this. But before David was married to Monica, David was married for a hot second. We were fast forwarding. Did you not (laughs) hear the fucking fast forward? I know. Yeah, that was brief. And uh, I'll just. I was put like this. It was. A, I feel was, like they put you up there. Yeah, it, it was less than a year. In an moment, and it was just very, very ill-advised. Ill no, so she, she doesn't. No, I mean, she she's kind of like a. She's kind of like a real small footnote, but you know. But I'm saying that to say, when you met Monica, like you'd already been in that place of like marriage. I would say before, yeah, kind of maybe. Kind, kind of. I mean, I, I had actually. The funny thing is. Uh, with the first uh, situation, mm-hmm. it was a big ass 350 person wedding. Wow! Oh, I mean, just all the pageantry and and just it was a bomb ass wedding. And it was a lot of fun, and uh, but there just it was no foundation, you know. Mm. So it just it just it, it just collapsed pretty much. I, number one, I wasn't ready. Uh, number two, I was still like sort of enamored with my ex girlfriend. <laughs> wait, wait, who are we talking about right now? The first, the Monica. No, no, no. no. The, the first, the first. Oh, bef- before Monica. Before Monica. Yeah. Uh, see, I didn't even, I don't even remember her. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's. Uh, yeah. We're gonna stick with Monica and Mom because okay. Monica's the one who had the kids, and now Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, okay, well, who you're with. That was that. That fast was the real forward. marriage. Yeah. Right. So let's fast forward to Mom. Okay. So, uh, Mom, Mom, uh, Sam. Margaret, where'd you pull her? My at? baby, you know. All that. We knew where he pulled her at <laughs> his uh, house. <laughs> were you, were you, yeah, well, you guys, you, she probably told you that story, right? Yes, mm, kind of. She left out a lot of details. What? 
Yeah. Yeah, just, she did. Really? Did yeah. Rhonda tell you some details? No, I'm talking about on the podcast. Oh yeah, girl. she definitely left out details. Yeah. She tried to be like, she oh yeah, we, like, went yeah, to yeah we went to a party and that was it. We saw each other. Blah, blah, blah. Y'all, this man kissed her no, that no, night. No, no, no. We gonna keep it Pete Kyle. She left it out for a reason, clearly. <laughs> I heard she kissed him. Well, they kissed each other then. Yeah, I, I leaned in and Anyway, long story short, there was some necking. No, <laughs> there was some necking at a party at Dave's house. Oh my no, god! No, no, here's no, here's, sounds, here's the twist. That though. sounds crazy. Oh. Monica may or no, may no, no. not have been there. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I had I had kind oh, of yeah, I had yeah, kind yeah. of a girlfriend. It was the girlfriend. Oh shit! The girlfriend who was giving me my party. David right? had this older girlfriend who yeah. was like, wasn't she Jamaican? She was Jamaican. She is. She was oh a, yeah, that's my girl. Jamaican British. We be having some. Issue. We had some issues. Not yes, in that the was past. A, a very, a very interesting, um, you know, segment of my life as well. But I guess we can save that for another time. So remember when Dave said he was like a assortment, <laughs> assortment of chocolates. I'm just gonna go back to that. Go back to that line. But yeah, Dave had yeah. a fun life. Yeah, there, there, was, there was definitely some fun in there, you know, and it's still fun. So. I'm getting, I'm getting to speed up to. Um, I remember the first time I met Dave in Pasadena and <laughs> I was 17 senior in high school in my head. I was that old. Yeah. I was, it was, I my, was, it was my was senior of year of high school. high school. I thought I, to be honest, I never saw my parents fight. Yeah. I, you know, I'm thinking shit is sweet. Always mm-hmm. life is great. I'm, I'm the shit. You know, when not our, really. But. Like when our parents told us that they were getting divorced, it was like, huh? Like, it was like, what does that even mean? How do you spell that word? When did this happen? Right. But to go from like, hey, we're getting a divorce to like my mom being like, hey, pack a bag. And I'm like, where are we going? And she's like, I have an apartment over here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then I met Dave. And I wouldn't, I want to say it was either like the move in day or the, the next day. <laughs> and I'm looking at this big man. And I'm thinking like the hell are you no i thought he was a mover like i oh. thought he worked for the company but then he spent the night and i'm like oh shit <laughs> they getting it cracking like he's apparently really not a mover like you know this is really happening and then you know mom back then was like walking on clouds and i think she had was just at this like you know, turning point in her life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And looking back, she always apologizes for to this day. How, she apologizes. Yes, like it's how like it all went down. Okay. But it's like back then, I w- I did not understand. Now, as a adult, mm-hmm. a woman, a mother of two, you know, about to be married, I totally understand Girl, way differently. Than, walk on them clouds. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, my opinion back then would have been different than what it is now. Even mm-hmm. my opinion. Five years ago, probably yeah. would have been different. Yeah. So, I just I say that all to say, like I genuinely remember my very first like encounters with Dave, and then I remember the first time we went to David's house, and this was like <laughs> that's a great story. Within weeks, within weeks of meeting him, she's like, "You guys are gonna come over to his house." We're meeting his kids, and we're all gonna go bowling. And I'm looking at her like, "Okay, so he has kids, like." And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, mom. 
mind you, everything was a fight in a battle or a negotiation. So like <laughs> you're coming to do this and and I'd be like, okay, if I'm doing this, I need this, that, this, this, this. Mm-hmm. Like you're meeting my checklist. And at the time she was in clouds. So she's like, here's a credit sure. card. Go do what you want. But you're coming to this, you know, in my head, this man's house to meet these this man's children. We pull up to Dave's house, okay? Which is a nice it's house. A nice house from the, from out- the outside. From I was the outside, like, we're okay, okay, mom, okay, mom. <laughs> Y'all, we walk into the house. There's dun, dun, dun. no furniture. There's nothing on the walls. No, I think there were still like there was like no, one mirror no, 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 that no, ended no, up no. being taken away. There were those drapes in the bathroom. That's all I remember. <laughs> I literally remember being the, the house was bare because yeah. Dave's girlfriend, ex girlfriend, the Jamaican, the one who threw the, him the party, the one who threw him the party, took everything from the house <laughs> <laughs> because he got with mom. But anyway, so we pull up to this house. We walk in the house that is literally naked. And we go. From, and then she breaks the news. It looks good to. Um, she has like. four kids, yeah. and I'm like, okay, so you got us in this empty house with this man who has four kids. I said, <laughs> ma, he's broke. He gotta be broke. Like, there's no couch. There's no couch. There's nothing. Right. Where can they sit? I swear to God, I can literally picture all of the kids lined up like a Verizon bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I was bitching at my mom yeah. in front of everybody, like. What are we doing here? Who are these people? You're dating a broke man with four kids. He has nothing for you. I can't even sit down. I can't even sit down. And Danielle goes, I got a chair for you. She goes into this little mini closet and pulls out (laughs) a folding chair, props it in the middle of the room. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what what is this? And literally my mom's like, all right, let's go bowling. I'm like, oh, hell no. (laughs) So, um... I gave Dave probably literal hell for years. Yes, she did, darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, like, <laughs> but no, it was a long time. I'm really trying years. to think like how long it really was, but it was a long time. It was years. And Shine made it like a point to be like the mean stepdaughter. Evil. Yeah. I'm a mess with you, stepdaughter. But the irritating part was Dave wouldn't. He was so nice the whole time. Yes. He would not. He would just um, take it all. He wouldn't like. Which egged on Shine even more. Yeah, it was like I wanted him to get mad. He was like, anyway. And he wouldn't. It was like, kill him with kindness. Is that yeah. the right phrase? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically. And I also think in a. And I think. I think a part of it was like Dave really understood, like, okay, things weren't handled probably the way that. They should have been or whatever. So, like, he gave me a lot of grace. Yeah. Things happened really fast. Really, really like, fast. Like, within. Yeah, way too fast. It was so It was like, fast. hey, me, Dave. Hey, me, Dave's kids. Hey. Guys, we secretly we got, got married. married in the Little White Chapel in Vegas. <laughs> and we got each other's names tattooed on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how it went down. But Oh, my gosh. But looking back, I'm like, Dave. I love your mama. Oh, we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know that. You put up with a lot. You put up with so much, and I, every now and then, okay, so. We t- we ended up taking over that empty house. We took no. over. <laughs> no, I would say that the summer before I went to college, and that was that summer. Okay, so I stayed with my dad for the rest of um, school year. the school year yeah. because I was like, mom's gone off the deep end. <laughs> and she was, you know, floating on her cloud line with Dave. I basically ran away. Kyle ran away. I don't even know. I lived with my dad. <laughs> but that summer, 
I was like, hey, not in my looking back, I took advantage of the situation. And I was like, I'm going to go stay with mom, you know, for a few days or throughout the weekend and stuff. When I tell you, I don't think I've ever partied that hard. Y'all, we had a straight four loco summer. Four loco summer, but there was, <laughs> it was a fight night. And like- the thing is, Dave really wanted us to like, in my head, like he wanted us to like being at his house yeah. and to feel comfortable and stuff. So he did everything in his like control to make us feel like that. He was always like, this is your Would home Would you agree too. or no? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I from agree. the start, David From the was start, like, it was like, this is your home. You're yeah. welcome here. You can stay here. You can live here. Like, this is it. The house has a pool. Like, we were like, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> we about to... We can stay here. Okay. We'll we'll house we about to be in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, I remember fight night. And yes. this is when Dave told mom, like, Shy and Kyle need to be here. I'm going to have um, my nephews over. <laughs> Zach was a part of this clan, y'all. <laughs> and mom called me like, you got to come over. Zach's having this on there. And I'm just thinking, mom, no. Was, um, no, Dave's, Dave's having, having this on the third. And I'm like, mom, no, like, Dave's lame. Anybody who's going to be with him is going to be lame. She's like, no, like, <laughs> these boys are cool. Like, these boys are cool. I'm like, no, no, lame, lame, lame. And at the time, like, Ryan and I are basically the same age. He's a little bit older than me, but I thought like, Ryan was so lame. Like he was into like gaming and stuff. Like I, I was a cheerleader. Just was not. We just didn't vibe. But he was really good friends with like all the neighborhood kids, and I thought him and his friends were just lame. And now let's take a quick break. And we're back. So okay, sorry, I was in Cheyenne was in the middle of her story. So okay, yeah. So I thought all the neighborhood boys were lame, and they probably really weren't lame. It's just I didn't want to like anything that Dave liked. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and that was the thing. Cheyenne made it a point like it could have been the coolest thing in the world, and Cheyenne would have like it. Downplayed it. Yeah, it could have been like the best sandwich ever, and if Dave liked the sandwich, I did not like the sandwich. (laughs) It was dry. The meat was gross. The cheese was old. I didn't like that brand of mustard. So. So whatever. So I remember my mom like made me come to this fight party and little to say, that's where I met Zach. And I was like, oh, he's cool. Like <laughs> This is where it's at. And I just remember staring at him because I thought, this is where it's at. you know, I thought I had like good eye, you know, my eyes were nice. And I just remember staring at Zach and we literally, he remembers this like so perfectly also, but we didn't speak. He got, he went home, told his dad to ask Dave for my number. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, lame again. Lame. Like, lame, but here's my number. And <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> needless to I'll say, be lame with you. Lame with that <laughs> summer, Zach and I, from that, like, we probably text a few times. And then that summer, when the, after the first time we hung out, he never went home. Like, oh, was that that summer? Yes. Zach Y'all. was at Dave's oh house gosh. with me every day to the point where Dave and mom were like, what are you guys doing in that room downstairs? And Zach can't spend the night anymore. And we were like, mm, OK, whatever. Okay. They told us that. And when Zach spent the night, his friends spent the night, it would be like 13 of us <laughs> in one room. And I don't know how or where we slept. When like, I tell you that that. OK, so. I think we've talked about the orange room before. Yes, that is How where we the painted orange room, the room yes. orange. When I tell you so many people have spent the night there, like random 
music groups, musicians. Yes, that and it's like, was a fun summer. People before lie. they were like famous or popping, like have experienced the orange the room. Orange room. <laughs> yeah, it's to the, it, right? yes. it's literally the to the point where if it was a private club, like. It Zach was, and I were talking about like for our wedding, we're like we need to figure out how to create an orange room. Oh, really? But like a like a a booth or a, something. Something because like we have that's where we met. That's where we like fell in love with each other. Oh, like, but not God. in love, but like that's where we became like real friends. Was in that orange room. <sighs> we would sleep on that dirty ass carpet, and it was not dirty because of Dave. It was dirty because of us. Yeah, like religiously. Yeah, bed was we full. killed that carpet. <laughs> Ten people on the floor yeah like the orange room was like our staple and yeah I, yeah so i just remember falling asleep and waking up and being like oh i slept next to so-and-so <laughs> like no that that room was that room has gone has through a so lot so many memories gone through so much but <sighs> that summer was probably one of the best summers of my life during probably one of like the weirdest, yeah. most transitional times of my life. But when I look back, I'm like, girl, you had hella fun. Yeah, like, there's a lot of inside jokes to this day about the orange room from that started there. Like, yeah. but I feel like to Ooh. tell the rest of this story or to even talk about this story, mom needs to be here. I agree. Like, to continue on, I really think that mom should be here for so it. So, guess what, y'all? You're going to get a part two with Dave and, you know, the love of his life. <laughs> uh, Sam. Our mom. Yeah, no, I think, she, I think that she should be here. Yeah, I think that'd be cool because then you guys can talk, you know, talk about, we could talk about blended family together mm -hmm. and then also do, like, a where are you now in life, like, I think the blended family thing is a huge topic. Yeah. I mean, at least for... Because it's taken work. It's taken years. And people see you, Dave, and they're like... All-American oh, Dave. okay, wait, there's Dave. That. Oh, wait, there's their dad. Okay, how does this work? Yeah. Sounds good. And I feel like you mm -hmm. can give a, like, really good insight on how it works, you know? Yeah. And I mean, just, like, how to coexist and, like, you and our dad, it's not like y'all best friends, but, like, y'all get along. We're definitely cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're definitely cool. We, we ain't got no problems. <laughs> At Cheyenne's um, college graduation, we saw them share a piece of cake. Oh my god, it was traumatizing. I think there was only one. <laughs> I think there was only one fork. There, it was one spoon. I remember. Oh yeah, one spoon there. <laughs> so we're gonna do a part two, guys, for next week, and we're gonna have mom on, and we're gonna basically have Dave and mom explain their love story and where they are now. Yes, and it's gonna get mushy life. and gross. <laughs> Dave's now retired from the fire department. So, like, what are you doing with your time? Yeah, but and we can't ask him now. I know. So, Still Dave, the way that sure. we end yeah. our podcast every week is you have to do a WTF moment, like your what the fuck moment, of the week. Mm. Or you can give some good advice. Um, Kyle, do you want to start? Um, yes, I will start. Okay. I'm going to give some wise words. Or I'm going to try and give some wise words. So I am due to give birth soon and I've really, um, the boy's father wants to be in, in the delivery the room. Boy's the boy's father. Girl, we all know his name at this point. <laughs> oh, We're on like week 15 with the podcast. Okay, if you don't give that man a name. Mezier would like to be in, in the delivery room. And at first I was just really uncomfortable with the idea and I was just like, meh, like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. 
Um, just from like my standpoint, just because like giving birth is really hard and you want that love and that compassion and understanding and like you want to feel really secure in that time because you're vulnerable as shit. And yeah, yeah, it's a lot. So at first I was like, I've kind of like flip flopped with him a few times. Like first it was like, yeah, I'm open to it. And then I was like overthinking it. And I was just like, no, but I've just been in like constant prayer about it. And I still hadn't like made like a final decision. And then I had this doctor's appointment when I found out the baby is big as shit. <laughs> um, so I probably, my doctor would like to set a date to induce me. So when I kind of like heard that and I've been praying on it, my grandmother sends out these daily prayers and it really hit home for me. And then it was crazy. Cause then later that, that same morning, Cheyenne sent me a message and we talked about it. And I just want to give these words of like, stay open, um, pray, because if you pray and ask for guidance, like my prayer wasn't like, oh, what should I do? But it's like, I was asking God, like, what is your vision for this day? Not as what is my vision or my image of like how this day should go. Um, but like, you know, I'm on my Lord's vessel and it's, you know, um, and my words of advice are for me, I'm trying to like do better in life and be this good person and do well. And if an opportunity comes at hand for me to be that person, like it wouldn't be right for me to not take it. not. Yeah. Not take advantage of that opportunity. So, um, in that he will be in the delivery room, God willing that the baby actually comes, you know, when we plan, but um, stay open and sometimes don't make everything about yourself. Um, understand that there are other factors in life that come into play and be open. Don't just assume that something is going to be like a negative experience based off of something that's happened in the past or, you know, it might not be the ideal situation. So, yeah, be open and just I like that advice. Like, pray and just ask for guidance in the sense of how does God like see this situation happening versus just what is my personal journey? I'm proud of you for sharing that. Yeah, it was a lot to share. Like I've been thinking about it all week and I was like, Oh, I really want to share this. And I was like, I don't know how to share it. I don't know if I'm going to be uncomfortable or. I mean, it's a big thing to share. I mean, it's not something light and you're opening the door for judgment, non-judgment, whether it's mm-hmm. positive or negative. But I think that a part of why we wanted to do this podcast was to be open and transparent transparent, and maybe help someone who's doing the same journey as you are or different journey, but same ideas or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's very um, courageous and yeah. I'm proud of you for sharing it. And so. it's, you know, it's growth is not easy maturing is not easy so it's like Mm -hmm. you have to be okay and embrace like being uncomfortable with certain decisions or choices and at this end of the day like that's the he's the father and you know if I if things could have happened different with boss I would have been open to it like I would have loved for him to experience that because I just think it would have just set a different tone from the beginning So now it's like, here's an opportunity to just start over fresh. Yeah. Start fresh, Mm -hmm. new experience. And, you know, this is how babies come in the world. I think guys have these like fantasy ideas of how it happens, but it's like, and then they only talk to themselves about it, but it's like until you see it or experience it, you know, I think it's going to be a good experience for you guys. So I'll let y'all know how that goes. Uh, 
Once it happens and I'm back. (laughs) Dave, you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, I can read something or I can just talk with. with, You can do whatever you want. Whatever you want. Okay. Well, I I, I posted something on uh, Facebook. Dave is a Facebook king, y'all. This man gets so many, so much action on his Facebook. I was going to say, I have a double, a double WT, uh, what? What are the letters? WTF. Yeah. Both of our kids are have runny nose runny noses right now. They're not super sick or anything. They They're just not have, sick. They just have runny noses with we all can't send the them energy in school with that runny nose. In the world. And they've been at home and That's been, a WTF in itself. That's been rough. <laughs> all right, Dave. It's not too long. But anyway, this is something I posted a while ago and it was um rules to teach your sons. And, yes. And you guys might have saw this, but um and it's just, you know, some basic rules that you would tell a young man, really anybody. But <coughs> it read like this. It says, um, never shake anyone's hand sitting down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, don't enter Don't enter a pool. Never enter a pool by the stairs. This is that's some real guy stuff, you know. In other words, jump in, you know what I mean. Um, the man at the barbecue grill, a man at the barbecue is the closest thing to a king. <laughs> True. <laughs> in, in a negotiation Never take the first offer. Mm, okay. True. Yep. Uh, request a late checkout. Yes, always. always. Late checkout, always. y'all. Uh, when entrusted with a secret, keep it. That's a good one. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. Return hmm. a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. Y'all hear that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, this is rules for a son, not for a daughter. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll be like, I didn't take the tank, but here's a cash app. <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> uh, play with passion or don't play at all. I like that. Always protect your siblings. Very important. Um, don't let the wishbone grow where your backbone should have been. Ooh. Damn, that's a that? bar. How about that? Huh? How about that? <laughs> uh, if you need music at the beach, you missed the whole point. Yeah. Right? It says, uh, carry two handkerchiefs, one in your back pocket for you and the other in your breast pocket for her. Oh, Dave, you wrote this? I posted it. I didn't write it, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> But I thought, I thought all this stuff. I, totally I was about to stuff. be like, David. You should write Hallmark cards. <laughs> I know you were a poet. A poet, Dave. You marry, you marry the girl. When you marry the girl, you marry her family. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. That one should be in all caps, bold, signed by David Bowdery. shirt that, that says truth. that. That is true. Be like a duck. Remain calm on the surface. And paddle like crazy underneath. Yep. Right? That's Cheyenne for sure. That's of me. Her little legs be like. Right? Stand on principle. Mm-hmm. Eat lunch with the new kid. Yeah. That's I really like cool. that. I like that one. That's really cool. After writing an angry email, read it carefully. <laughs> then delete it. Mm. How about Should've, that? Yeah. I have some of those yeah. in my drafts. Yeah. Girl, then, you then send delete. those. No, it's actually been a lot better. Y'all, I used to be like trigger fingers, pop off of the mouth. But now I'm like, let me breathe first. Let me yeah, sleep take on a, it. Take a breath. Ask your mom to play. She won't let you win. Right? It says, manners maketh a man. Mm-hmm. Give credit. Take the blame. Mm-hmm. Right? It said, stand, stand up to bullies. Protect, 
protect those who are bullied. Write down your dreams. Remember at times of rain must fall on all of us to appreciate the sun. Yeah. Right? Be confident and humble at the same time. Be a bridge builder. Yep. Uh, if ever in doubt, remember who, whoops, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. Mm. Seek to hear before you're heard. You guys got that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be better than others. Just be better than yourself. Yep. That's life's journey. Share what you have. If you have the ability to help someone, anyone, you do it and expect nothing in return. Right? That's I good. feel like you, like you really yeah, practiced that. This is really good. I, when I saw it, I was like, okay. I sent it to my kids, you know, sent it to my sons, and it was like one of those things, like, if you live by these rules, yeah. I think that you, you, you will have a, uh, a successful life because those are the things that – build character they said yeah. i don't just have one piece of advice for you yeah, it's, it's all it's all about character you know and this. and great. i think you know when people pray god says when you pray you know um, seek wisdom more than anything else you know wisdom being learning from your experiences and you can learn from the good and the bad yes you know and the bad stuff that happens to you guess what there's a lesson to be learned yeah the good stuff that happens for you guess what there's a lesson to be learned so you know that would be my advice on that and uh i'll leave it there for now i like that i like that yeah. dave thank you I thought he was going to pull out with a WTF. Oh. <laughs> Dang, y'all don't give advice. I feel like I got to try to pull some wisdom. I'll save the WTF for next time. All right. I guess my WTF is. <laughs> you want to give a highlight? A highlight? I don't necessarily have a highlight. What? What are we doing tomorrow? That's a highlight. Oh, that is a highlight. Gosh, y'all. I have, yeah, I don't know. I, I have like so much going on. I feel like I always have so much going on, but right now, for some reason, I feel like I have so much going on. <laughs> yeah. We are back filming Teen Mom. Yep. Um, Teen Mom is also airing right now, which is a whole other thing, like mentally and stuff. Like, I mentally have to stay off social media, not go on like a rabbit hole of reading negative things or positive things, honestly. Um, and then on top of that, Nels by Redder K, we're, we're about to launch our fall line. I'm getting ready for that. I'm trying to do better with the nonprofit. So I've been working on that. Our family YouTube channel, we've really been good with that and like trying to keep consistency, two videos mm -hmm. a week. Ryder has now decided she does not want to always do our family videos. She wants her own channel. So now <laughs> I've been. Working on writers' videos by herself, so that's a whole other thing. It's like constantly and she's serious. Oh, she's dead serious. And then we do the podcast. So today, I've literally been up since five a.m. Ace had a doctor's appointment. I had to come back shoot Teen Mom, um, and then shoot writers' YouTube because she was like not gonna let me come out the house mm -hmm. without doing it. Boz was over, so then it's like, okay, Ryder and Boz are shooting, which is a whole nother beast. <laughs> and then it's like, shit, I already committed that we're going to come and film an episode tonight. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. And I am, no joke, drinking wine out of Ryder's Sippy Cup right now. So that is my WTF, <laughs> all right? I'm surprised is, you, you, you let us know what was in that cup oh, right there. This is me Just being now, transparent as hell, okay? I literally looked at Zach, and I'm like, I have nothing left in me, <laughs> but we need to get this done. 
what do I do? And he's like, I'm packing you a sippy cup. Just yeah. sit there and drink some wine and try to enjoy it. And I knew I was going to enjoy it because I love Dave. That wasn't the problem. Like, the problem is that I've gone all day long. I've not sat down. I've only ate one time today. Like, I am literally exhausted. But I'm in, I feel really good. Like, so I don't know if this is a WTF or I don't know if this is just another tangent that I go on. But... you've been really productive i've been so productive that i feel really good about myself so it's hard to be like oh my god i'm overwhelmed yeah but i'm also really freaking overwhelmed we've been going 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 yeah but i'm really feeling like i'm really my birthday's coming up and i don't know why i'm feeling weird about my birthday this year i think there's just like a lot going on like mentally and stuff but i really feel like i'm proud of myself for like where i'm at in my life where my family is what i'm doing with like my career who i am as like a person and i think my birthday's making me feel like weird about that and i don't know like why that is but i think i need to accept that i'm happy and that i'm like okay and that thing like nothing is going wrong and like it is okay and i'm like Mm -hmm. at this weird point of like Am I going to acknowledge that or yeah. am I going to like pretend that, you know, it's not that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm in a weird mood. And, and Zach keeps saying it, too. He's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. But I think I'm in like this really weird, like foggy. Things are coming movie. together. <laughs> I would say that like as someone who works with you, but also someone who watches you from like an outside perspective. I know I'm your sister, but like I could still remove myself from the situation mm-hmm. like. I know what you do behind the scenes and it's like you've literally put so much energy into yourself, your child, your relationship, your home, your businesses, your your passions, your projects like and it's now those things are starting to it's like it's starting to you're work. seeing the fruit of your labor. Yeah. Yes. You know, so it's, and it, it's okay to be it's okay, okay to be okay. Yeah. Okay I was going to say okay. it's just how it's okay to not be okay. It is okay to be okay and right. to say, hey, you know what? I'm in a good place right now. And I think that is like, I think that's where I'm at. You're in a good place. Yeah. But it's like, you know, when you acknowledge it, it's like, okay, is it going to be taken away? You know, it's like saying you're happy too quick, you know, and then it's like some weird shit happens. It's like, nah, you thought your ass was happy, but you're not. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm in like this weird place and I feel like it's okay to say like, I'm in a weird place and everyone keeps on asking like, what are you gonna do for your birthday? What are you gonna do for your birthday? And I'm, I'm known for doing some fun shit for my birthday. You think? Yeah. Okay, so, and this year I'm like, I don't want to do anything. And everyone's looking at me like, girl, are you sick? I'm like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. I I just feel like I'm in this, like, weird zone. And I don't don't want to do anything. Not like I don't want to do anything, but, like, I don't want to put any energy into it. I don't want to even think about it because I don't know why I feel like something's going to happen. I don't know. I'm just in this really weird place, but that's my um, tangent. Hopefully it changes next week because my birthday's next week. So (laughs) hopefully next week when we record, I'm like, hey, my birthday was great, y'all. Just kidding. Um, But I don't know. It's going to be great. I don't know. Just uh, y'all, she's just we'll, getting we'll closer to something. thirty. We that's all. Yeah, I'm yeah. just scared. Thirties, right? She's yeah. gonna be twenty nine, and that just means she's gonna be thirty next year. Oh my god! I don't oh even think god. about it. But it's okay to be happy. I know. I know. It's okay to be happy. I know, I know. Embrace it. I know. I know. Leave me alone. I know. <laughs> all right. Shine's grown up. I'm done with my tangent. 
I appreciate you guys for listening to me. Yeah. Not kidding. But I am excited to do part two with Dave and with Mom. I think it's going to be great. I think that their love story is one that needs to be told. Yeah, they bake apple pies together. Y'all. They work out with each other every Y'all. day. They're movie buffs together. Y'all. It's like... I'll be Date like, night is serious. Oh I get gosh. in trouble when I try to... Inter- interject, but I wouldn't be trying to interject. Oh, y'all hear time. that story? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I'd be getting. Oh my god, yes. David hates it when my mom and Cheyenne go do something together because, we'll like, be conference day, they'll be you like, "Oh, know. we're just gonna make this one stop." <laughs> and know. ten hours later, Dave will come sit on the couch and look at me and say, "Where you, are they? <laughs> have you talked to them?" I'm gonna say, "Dave, I feel left out too." Oh, <laughs> mom and I have hella fun together, but no, I, I, I'm excited for part two to happen with her. And yes, so we're gonna we're y'all gonna, can give each other googly eyes, just how Cheyenne and Zach gave each other googly and eyes. Remy and Brandon. Oh my God, all these googly eyed <laughs> people. Um, we appreciate you guys so much for listening to our podcast, for tuning in every week. I yes. swear, I read every comment, every DM, every everything that you guys send. We might not always respond, but we but are we reading do it, read it, and we do talk about it, yeah. and we are listening to your feedback, and we're doing, uh, we're making it a point to respond better. <laughs> Not only respond better, but like give you guys what you want. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we, true. We it's not always about us. Like, yeah, we could talk about what we want to talk about, but like mm, we probably still would. <laughs> we we want to support y'all. Yeah. Too. So if you're not following us, follow us at the Think Loud Crew on Instagram. Also check us out on any of your favorite podcast platforms, and please, please, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are gonna start posting seeing vlogs on our youtube channel so yes. not just our episodes but maybe something that happened that week maybe it'll be shannon's week kyle's week my week something like that or just videos of the kids videos of the kids whatever you guys want so please start subscribing to the youtube channel because we're going to start being more active on there and yeah follow us at the think loud crew you can also follow me at shy not shy Shit, sorry, drop the wine. I dropped my teeth. Drop the wine. <laughs> drop the wine. So I'm yeah, me a Long Island. Follow me next and week. Chai Chai. Next week when mom and you come, I'll get you guys some wine. Don't worry, okay? <laughs> and um, Dave, you want to tell them what your IG is? Uh, what is it? The real Boski. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The re- the real Boski. Oh my god, I hate him, y'all. It's <laughs> like who am I? Go I'm there. A, I'm gonna tag him so you guys can just click the tag, okay? Go yeah, see his dad's Instagram. Oh yeah, it's great. All right, Kylan, <laughs> and you can find me at R Kylan on Instagram, and we appreciate y'all. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good week. And remember, black love exists. Yeah, yeah. It really does. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.